the cold. There's a situation back in the States. Where? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Today we are discussing Swamp Thing 2019, available on the DC Universe streaming network or whatever they got going on over there. I don't even think they know what's going on over there. Uh, the DC streaming universe is consistent with the titans universe it's the extension of the justice league world and it has introduced us to the doom patrol young justice and now swamp thing i have heard notoriously how bad and how much uh the production hell this has gone through but it it, it's kind of a bummer for me because well it's a double-edged sword one, I was really hoping that Swamp Thing, the show, would do excellent because I wanted it to be an excellent show. And it also has the uh, producer uh, of James Wan, uh, the writer and director of Saw, and uh, the director of the Aquaman movie as well. So, I was hoping that with the horror production um, and... You know the the lure of Swamp Thing. I was hoping that there'd be enough to uh, really sell this, um, to really sell this show. And so the actual show was produced in North Carolina, my home state. Um, for anyone that doesn't know where that is, it's pretty much if you know where California is, it's on the opposite side of the country. <laughs> so um, we um, are on the East Coast, and so the cool thing about being able to shoot in North Carolina, if you are a production company that is allowed to, you can pretty much be in any climate in about a four hour, four to six hour drive. Um, if you're in the middle of the state, it really takes almost no time to get to the mountains or if you need the swamplands or if you need the beach. And so we have a un unique state with that and uh, pretty much experience all seasons. So Wilmington, uh, a place I actually went to college for a year, they um, are very notoriously known for having many productions uh, shot down there. I believe w one or two of the Iron Man movies were shot down there. Um, the show One Tree Hill, I know um, Revolution, I think that was on ABC as well. Um, there's There's a lot of shows that have been shot down in Wilmington, and Swamp Thing was one of the most recent shows that have shot there but what everyone has been hearing behind the scenes is uh is is quite interesting and 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 troubling most mostly because it affects the entertainment industry and the people that are in it but um midway through this ori originally it was supposed to be a 13 episode series it was cut short I think around eight or nine episodes um, around episode eight or nine when they were shooting it they were told they had to wrap it up it's gonna be a 10 episode series not a 13 so I'm if we do can if we do continue with the rest of uh, Swamp Thing we're going to be looking for a hard rewrite um, at the end of this series and 
apparently these production problems stem from possibly just money. I mean, a lot of times it would make sense if it was just money, but it's this seems like a problem that shouldn't have happened. It uh, a couple of articles have come out since the first two episodes of Swamp Thing. I think we're going on our third week of Swamp Thing. Um, there's tons of interesting feedback on both sides. So the majority of people are saying, hey, this is a not a bad show. We, we, we like the show. But as soon as they released that first episode, boom, canceled. Um, Warner Brothers said, fuck it, we're not doing it. They, they said, we don't care what's how good it is what's going to happen um apparently it went over budget they a lot of people think that there was supposed to be a tax write-off on the show apparently there was supposed to be like a 60 million dollar tax write-off and they only ended up getting a 14 million dollar i don't some numbers got jumbled up a lot of people uh, some of these sources have been debunked some haven't so really we don't really know exactly what's going on but I do know a lot of production companies um, like to shoot in certain states because they give uh, tax benefits if you do. So I think Warner Brothers thought they were going to get a pretty nice tax write-off, and it ended up not being as good as they thought, so they had to cut this, uh, the series short. So um, that's kind of some of the production um, production troubles that have gone on behind the scenes with this um tv show i um i had mixed feelings on the way that doom patrol ultimately ended a lot of people i've been hearing i've been overall pretty positive with it i would definitely be interested in looking at a second season but um i was looking for something a little bit more different and probably a little bit something with a a little bit higher of a budget on uh when regarding doom patrol i started to feel the uh I don't know. They they didn't need to have 13 episodes in Doom Patrol or however many episodes. I can't remember. I think it was 13. Um, I just think it lasted too long. They, you know, less is more these days. So um, let me see what we got. Um, Swamp Thing, as a concept, as a media pop culture concept, I'm more aware of the lore of uh, Swamp Thing than I know personally about it. I You know, I believe there's some comic books or some um you know there's like television series that have come out way back in the day you know maybe even a video game from what i can find uh let me see there was a swamp thing television show in the 90s um 90 1990 to 93 with mark Lindsay, uh Lindsay chapman mark Lindsay chapman and uh of course, there was the Swamp Thing way back in the day that uh, was Swamp Thing 1982 um, that was directed by Wes Craven, and, and you had uh, Ray Wise in it as well, and Adrian, uh, Adrian uh, Baru, or whatever her name is, I can't remember. Um, anyways, the, um, the, the Swamp Thing has had an interesting run. Unfortunately, it's some it, this this show seems to um, still have the curse that the other uh, shows and uh, Swamp Thing movies have had, 
And uh, I not to compare them because I actually haven't seen the other ones, but um, it doesn't look like this is going to live on very long past, you know, 2019. So with the ending, with Swamp Thing being released so early or with it being released and then canceled so early, it's kind of jarring and it's a little bit difficult to get into. Although knowing that this is all we're going to have to watch makes it a little bit easier in my opinion. I kind of wish it wasn't 10 episodes. I wish they would have written maybe like six or seven, kind of like a short mini series kind of. That's what I'm kind of looking for these days. Um, but I think 10 episodes is going to be interesting. The um, We can kind of get into the synopsis of this real quick um, for anyone that is uh, unknown to the Swamp Thing universe. So um, here it is. Abby Arcane returns home to Marias, Louisiana, to investigate a deadly swamp-borne virus, only to discover the dark, terrifying mysteries of the swamp. Um, so, like I said, this is only going for 10 episodes, as opposed to the 13 it was originally supposed to go for. They're running about an hour each. Um, the first episode is directed by um lynn wiseman and uh you have several several different writers on there uh lynn Wynn, uh bernie wrightson um and they are the the characters that have been created for dc and then you have gary doberman um as a creator he's a actually he's a create he's known for being a writer on it and the nun and annabelle and uh, it looks like he's part of Gary Doberman. Sounds like he's very much part of the um, the Conjuring universe, and he's uh, must be tight with uh, James Wan, who's also the creator of that. Um, also, another writer on here, Mark Verdenhind, Hayden. Sorry if I said that wrong. Um, he's also known for being a writer on Time Cop and The Mask '94, and uh that's uh, ash versus the evil dead um looks like the television show he's a writer on there as well oh and daredevil um on netflix i really like that one so um yeah the, this guy's got some decent um television shows under his belt and uh Tan tanya losha is a staff writer on Swamp Thing as well. So we have a female writer. We have a strong female writer on here. We're a couple couple of males as usual, but I'm glad we got kind of some uh, diversity among the the, the, the the genders over here. And uh, Lynn Wiseman, he was a director on the show The Gifted, APB, Lucifer, Sleepy Hollow, Total Recall, Hawaiian Five O, Live Free or Die Hard, uh, Underworld Revolutions, and all of that Underworld Universe type stuff. So he's got some uh, decent. He's got some decent uh, credentials under his belt to uh, to do this. And uh, it says that he was also in the art department on Godzilla '98. Hmm. And uh, Men in Black '97 and Independence Day '96. This guy's been in the uh, the field for a while, is what I can feel like. Um, so let me just go over the first episode real quick, because that's really all I've seen. Um, kind of wanted to give some, you know, just you know, backstory to how I felt about it, or you know, not even backstory, just kind of what I've 
you know what I felt. So, um, this is very much shot in a way that um, reminds me of. Uh, I think it was, I it was John Carpenter that did the thing. I think right was it? It reminds me of it, this. Very much reminds me of John Carpenter's eighty nineteen eighty two's The Thing, and the way that this show is using you know the way that it's approaching science in kind of a old school way you know you got the doctor you got the, the protagonist um and i you know i i like the dynamic although i find it just a tad bit dry in in some spots um the horror aspects of this show are spot on i definitely feel that they're trying to you know create suspense and kind of put you in this like uh, funhouse vibe kind of thing you know oh what's going to happen next kind of thing um and the way that they're doing the jump scares doesn't feel cheap in my opinion so um that the way that is kind of keeping me on the edge of my seat is definitely through the horror and not so much through the the character development as of yet I do think the editing in this is very well. From a technical standpoint, I think the editing is telling a lot of... Um, it's doing a lot with little. It kind of does the uh, the sharper, the sharp objects um, vibe. And when I mean that, if you've seen sharp objects, it's, you know, they do a lot, a lot of the storytelling of, you know, showing uh, uh, your present day version of yourself watching an, a younger version of yourself in present day, if that makes sense, you know? Um, so it, it it's a way of mashing meshing two timelines together and telling a story or telling a you know a quick story you know about how you used to you know uh, run run around the bridge or something when you were younger or you you know when you were you run down the street or you know skate down the street when you were younger you know it's something like that it, and you'd kind of flash to your younger self doing that so. Um, this is doing that type of storytelling. I like that type of storytelling, so we're not just constantly explaining. The the characters aren't constantly just explaining themselves and who they are and what they do. Um, but I, I thought they had, you know, decent creative ways of keeping you hooked into these different uh, characters and these side plots that are going on. I do find that um, I don't really know where this is going to end um, in 10 episodes, so it, it does kind of hook me in a way like that. So, um, having this main character come back to her hometown and, uh, you know, kind of explore this mystery, it's very much, like I said, sharper, sharp objects on HBO, but, um, this is taking the supernatural route. We have this person that's going and looking at this entity that's kind of making a ruckus in the swamplands of Louisiana, and, uh, there's all these other subplots going on with, you know, the people in the town getting sick from something from the swamp, something's in the water kind of thing. And we got this doctor and he's trying to figure out all what's going on. And I think that we've seen this kind of uh, plot before. Like I said, the thing kind of reminds me of it. Um, and if I can think of other shows that remind me of it, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of chimed them in as well but overall i thought it was a pretty good uh opening to the swamp thing show it i don't think it even though we we don't have a second season lined up i don't think just because it's not uh you know just because we only have one season doesn't mean that swamp thing the creature or the character or whatever it is can't be put into another universe so let me think the um 
music, the effects, uh, the atmosphere, all working on a dime. I think that they are a 10 out of 10. The story is where it kind of brings me down to about a 7 out of 10. So somewhere in there, I'm probably about an 8 out of 10 total for the pilot episode. So I would say... If you're interested in this, uh, it it does kind of give you the heebie-jeebies. Uh, you know, I like uh, some of this body horror that they're doing, and it's it's creeping me the fuck out. Um, anything else from the non-spoiler? I think that's about it, honestly. Uh, let's hop. Uh, maybe the uh, chemistry between the two characters of uh, Doctor Holland and Abby Arcane. The the banter's good. It's it's pretty good, but it's not great. I do feel like some of these characters are just character types a little bit, you know. And I'm not getting a full rounded story on them. So I do kind of feel like I'm getting 2D uh, character types on here. So I kind of want that to be a little bit more fleshed out. But other than that, um, I really like this show. The horror, like I said, it's awesome. I think that's probably one of the best looking uh, Swamp Thing shows I've I've seen uh advertised like I, I I've seen some of the costume design and the atmosphere and the the what they've tried to do in the other ones and that never came close to what they're doing in this so without a doubt they're definitely nailing at least the special effects um the creature design I don't really want to talk about the creature design and non-spoiler but I will say I mean if you've even seen the poster you've seen what the creature looks like so um yeah um, let me see. That's about all I can say in a non-spoiler section. So let's go to the swamp thing. Spoiler section, if you dare. So we're in the swamp thing spoiler section right now, and um, I'm still a little bit confused about that little girl that is somehow tethered to that, um, to the swamp, to to the monster that tried to attack them in the uh in the what's it called in the the lab or in the hospital wherever the fuck they were and i thought she said you know father daddy or something like that and the little girl was trying to talk to it like she understood what that monster was doing or saying or i don't know maybe i i'm wrong i misread that or i wasn't paying attention i don't i thought i got what was going on but uh, is that her father that is taken over by the vine or whatever the heck that is? I, I'm very, very confused about how this entity works. So I, I definitely have more questions about that. I will say the doctors took it very well that, um, you know, that, <laughs> that body just became reanimated with all those, uh, tentacle vines coming out of it. I just thought that that was ridiculous that they were kind of okay with that in the next scene, even though they were a little bit emotional. Um, I think I would be freaking out and I'd be like, we need somebody a lot higher, <laughs> higher up than me to be on this. So, uh, <laughs> that, that was my only thing. Um, anything else about the swamp thing universe, the, the chemistry between the people, the, the atmosphere, the look, I, you know, it, it definitely had me jumping. I'm, I, I'm kind of glad to have some little spooky stuff going back on, um, on, in my entertainment, I felt like a lot of the stuff has been very serious. We've watched and either it's either super serious or really wacky. And there hasn't really been a great balance of, you know, serious, but fun, but you know, you know, still, you know, keeps you on the edge of your seat kind of thing. So 
Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about Swamp Thing. And there's two other episodes that have been dropped, and I have not had a chance to look at them. I've been watching everything else. I've been watching Chernobyl. been watching... Uh, what else did we watch? Um, oh, Men in Black 4? Is it considered Men in Black 4? The the brand new one with Chris, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty... pretty interested to see how everything turns out by the end of next week with all these uh summer movies dropping so hot so yeah stay updated um by rate sharing subscribing um comments questions concerns check out the lucky dog podcast at gmail.com to let us know how we're doing if you want to ask us some questions if you have some suggestions on what we should watch if you think we should improve on the podcast by you know, doing something, watching something, you know, I'm trying to make, make this podcast a little bit better for you. So if you have an idea, let us know if you want to interact, come on the Twitch stream and I'll answer your questions or, you know, send an email and, uh, we'll definitely get back to you. Definitely check us out on Instagram, on Twitter. We're on the Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We post some cool, funny things too. And, um, yeah, I like posting, posting all sorts of stuff, but you already know, I, I don't need to go through it. Um, we reach an audience of all over the world. So if you wanted to get your, your business or your products, um, promoted on the worldwide, um, web, then let us know. We can help. Lucky Dog Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you and take it easy. kinds of awful that happens in this swamp. There's something special about this place. There's so much unimaginable beauty out there, Abby. The swamp's had enough since it's payback!